You sound you just made, Ollie, was uh, a sound from Formula One, the computer game, where somebody's changing a wheel on a car. Formula One, the computer game. Out now. It's a, it's a two-second tyre change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, but I was doing the nuts. <sighs> You're always doing the nuts. Tilton watched a film last night you know at the old cinema at the old cinema I watched it at the flicks and then we had some of that we you know the little popcorns the corns that you got in the, in the machine and they pop them and they put all kinds of you got the salts and you got the toffees yeah. and then you, you got, maybe you got a little bit of sugar on it yeah. and then we, we, we went in and they're playing a, a, a jig you know yeah. they got a jig, a, a jig on at the old flicks which was uh, you know it cut me right, right, right off guard so <laughs> then we sat down. We watched this uh, film called "The Death The Death of a Starling," right? It's about a bird or something, but uh, mainly in Russian. Didn't really get it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thanks, Connor. That was. Um... And then, and then after, I'm I'm prepping for a big fight, you know. I got I got a big fight on my hands coming up. I got Dave. I'm fighting him in a car park. He's going to be dressed in a chicken hat. <laughs> <laughs> he said he he called he called me ma- he called me Marafecker. Oh, I'm not having that. Not having that, Dave. You put the fucking hat on, knock you out. Right. Okay. Uh, I, d- I mean, how'd I, you feel? I, I, Have I, you been training hard? I've been drinking four glasses of water a day. <laughs> Do- uh, as a doctor advises. <laughs> Straight up from the doctor. You got me own doctor. You're fucking rich. Yeah. Okay. Fucking well, got, I got I got I got so much money I could buy two chumps. <laughs> I mean, can you afford a Freddo? Fucking, what about a Freddo? Fucking, fucking two chumps, no bother, big lad. I'll see you in the car park. I tell you what, I make it easy for you. I'll hop on one foot and fucking knock you out. You crazy cunt. Do you want some uh, breakfast, please? I can't eat. Uh, no, I can't Tra- eat that. Training. I'm, I'm, I'm in my training. Through, I'm, I'm, in my, I'm in my first half glass of water. And that's today. It's only 10, 23 a.m. So, uh. Right, I'll leave you to it, lads. Okay, alright, ah, cheers, Connor. Uh, maybe speak to you again later. Right, yeah! 10 10, see you again. Right, how's it going? Let's roll! That's Hi, it. I'm Ian, he's Ollie. Oh, you fucking idiot, Ollie, every time. Every Three, time. Two, one. Hi, I'm Ian, he's Ollie. Hi. He's Peter. Hi! We're guys, we're talking about film. It's the Guys on Film podcast. Remember, rem- Oh, you fucking... I've forgotten what we supposed to... What was that? Remember, remember, it's the November Look Ahead episode. (laughs) That's so good that you forgot it. (laughs) Yeah. But I know it's because normally Ian puts the the kind of the vibe of the episode in. So like if we're doing the goth one, he'll go, we're guys, we're talking about goths on film. It's the guys on film. But he didn't do that this time, so it threw me. Remember, remember. Are you going to be okay? Hang on a minute. No, remember. No, always remember. No, hang on a minute. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> okay, right, let's, let's move on. So what have we got queuing up on today's sode? It's the first ever mid-air Seggy one. Um, I, wow. I can't, I can't. Re- wow, wow. Um, I can't remember exactly how good or bad it was. Pretty good. I don't know what we talked about, but mainly it was about things that would frighten you because of your deep fear of flying. 
um, in Segi 1. So we've got some plane chat in Segi 1. discussed some sequel ideas for Snakes on a Plane. Excellent. Which was excellent. Uh, And then in the main segment today, we're talking about the films for November. So Peter is going to help us with his opinions on some of these. And uh, I believe you've actually been to the cinema as well, right? I I can confirm I, I, I have been to the cinema. So you might tell us about how that was as well. Is that all? Does that sound all right? It sounds fantastic, yeah. All right, well, I guess you're going to put a jingle here. Guys on Bill. Yeah, but guys, we're talking about Bill. It's the Guys on Bill podcast for real. You know what guys talk about Bill. It's the Guys on Bill podcast for real. So that's the authentic sound of a Wizz Air flight on the way to Sofia, Bulgaria. And this is the first ever 38,000 feet Segi one? Yes, that's that, I mean, that's... What do you think about that, Ollie? Yeah, verified. Verified. Um, so what we thought we would do is just ask each other some questions, but the flavour is that they're at 38,000 feet, so it's not the same as just asking them normally. Pete is just to my left, say so did. How long have we been in the air? <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Um, so do you want to kick us off, Ollie, with question one? Okay, so um, who would be the worst actor to go before you in a plane toilet? Not a, not a plane, like a vanilla one, like an aeroplane toilet. So what, <laughs> who, would, who, would, who would leave the worst aura? Brian Blessed. Explain your thinking. Well, I mean, I've explained my thinking, haven't I? Uh, Brian Blessed or... Hank from Breaking Bad. Right, yeah. The guy who plays, uh, you get a real nerve showing your face around here in um, Total Recall. Yeah. Can't remember his real name. Yeah. But he looks like he eats a lot of meat. Yeah. So you just think it would be rusty. Yeah. He's a real man's man. Man's man. And he's <laughs> a man's man. And he's, uh, he's looked like an older man since he was about 35. So, you know, there must be something wrong. Like Dennis Norden. <laughs> yeah. Have you have you ever seen a young picture of Dennis Norden? No, that's that's fair. There is no young picture of Dennis Norden. Um, we are having to hand the phone back and forward, so if there's any audio problem, you know, this is the disclaimer halfway through the segment. So, um, Ollie, what's your favourite plane heist movie? Hold on, there are three options. Pete says snakes on a plane, but technically that's not a heist, is it? Um, they were heisted by snakes. Ah, I see. <laughs> yeah. The heist was performed by snakes. Alright, here's the three options. Air Force One, where a plane is brutally seized yeah. by hijackers, yeah. and only the President of the United States and his skills as a soldier, yeah. and genetic makeup as Harrison Ford, can save him and the passengers. I.e., if it was you, you'd be fucked. Um, Option two, executive decision, where a plane is brutally seized by hijackers, and only Kurt Russell, with his training in army-style bad madness, can interject to resolve it. Even Steven Seagal dies. So again, imagine even Stevens Seagal. That was the original name of the film. Even Stevens. (laughs) Even Stevens gonna get it. Um, So just imagine how you'd fare, right? I'm just trying to make you feel uncomfortable on this plane. Or United 93. 
uh, where a plane is brutally seized by real-life terrorists. You forgot passenger 57 with Wesley Snipes, which means... It's all numbers. That's my answer. Oh, it's not in the options list, so you've got three. Okay. Uh, so my answer would be um, Air Force One. Uh, I think for obvious reasons, because it technically is a heist. Um, and it's die-hard on a plane. You know, I, I think that's... That's fine. That's how. You, that's all it needs. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's a great answer. A wild Peter stirs, and he looks like he wants to contribute something or other. <clears throat> no, he's he's just decided not to. Uh, he forgets that it's not a visual medium, but fine. Okay. So, <clears throat> what what would you're listening? I don't want to edit this. What would be a good sequel to Snakes on a Plane? He's dead. Uh, yeah, no, he's interested. Crows on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, more time to think about this. Well. Yeah, Crows on a Boat is good. Um, just because it rhymes. On a skateboard. <laughs> yeah, but it's got to be unexpected. When you see I mean, a shoe... Yeah, but... It doesn't kind of hinder your ability to use skateboard. If Tony Hawk went out skating and there was a shrew on his skateboard, he'd be surprised. Okay, be surprised, but he wouldn't be confined to the skateboard. (laughs) Well, that's where you're wrong. Um, What did you say? What on a boat? Crows. Crows on a boat. Um, So mine is just Scottish men in a house. That's it. You are confined. It's just a nightmare. Kilted men in a house. Yeah. It's not got the same ring to it, but I think it could be as exciting, especially because Samuel L. Jackson has already proved that he can wear a kilt. I think uh, maybe like. Holly, was that a shit answer? Yes. Was that a shit answer? I think maybe like leopards on a bus. I tell you why, because they're quite big, and if you had thirty of them on there, then there wouldn't be much room to move so it would be it'd be a problem how about more snakes on a plane <laughs> it's like the aliens or, or, or the s- more plus guns or the same amount of snakes on a smaller plane <laughs> or, a, or a prequel snake on a plane or just snakes on a plane origins one snake across multiple planes <laughs> planes on a snake subdivided sections of snake on, a, on many planes one snake each plane on the left <laughs> now about uh, drakes on a plane because you, you've got the animals duck mallard bastards those drakes but then you've also got the singer every time that hotline bling you have got to do something you used to call me on my cell phone. No signal on the aeroplane. Really? No. Maybe do Peanuts. Just hold on, I'm going home. To Sofia, Bulgaria on Friday the 13th of October 2017. Okay, similar format this time. What's your favourite air disaster movie? Is it Alive? Where a plane catastrophically crashes and the rugby team of passengers are forced through brutally cold conditions and ultimately have to eat one another to stay alive, right? The Grey, where a plane catastrophically crashes in Alaska and the survivors are picked off one by one by an ethereal 10-foot wolf and the protagonist is forced 
into hand-to-paw combat. Our final destination where a plane catastrophically crashes in the protagonist's dream, killing all of the closest friends, only for them to save it from happening in reality, but then die in a series of grisly comeuppances. Comeuppances! Basically, it's bad everywhere. Uh, fine. Go another option. I'll get, well, I'll... Castaway. It was an option, but it wasn't as catastrophic. Okay, yeah, because he does ultimately survive. Um, he does lose his wife. But he didn't, I mean, he, 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 he hasn't lost her, he's just not with her anymore. But yeah, probably <laughs> yeah, Final really Destination, exhausting. because I, I did actually watch that on a plane. So that, so for that reason, that one stuck with me a bit more than the others. Can I follow up then with a follow-up question? On a scale of one, which is a number one, or ten, which is fully shitting yourself and maybe letting out a little bit of like wank serum, um, and number three and all over your trousers, basically. Um, how scared were you during takeoff? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It was like, what, how did you describe the takeoff? It was like wibbly wobbly side to side. I did that thing that people do, not not the devil horns, but the one with the thumb and the pinky. Yeah. And I sort of showed the plane rocking side to side. Uh, I actually did that. To um, the I don't think you said it was rough. I think you said it was uh, something else. But it, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't best. Rotten. I said it was rotten. A rotten takeoff. I mean, I'd still say it was only a five. It wasn't. It wasn't anything that a little bit of music couldn't couldn't sort out. You know, I was what okay. I was listening to some um, German black metal. Okay. So lots of blast beats and you know, a lot, just a lot busy music, busy music. Okay, I've got one last question and then you can finish me off with yours. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully it's a happy ending. Okay, this is less scary now. Um, so, if you were booking a flight and I'd want a turnkey solution. Okay, well. Okay, fine. You want a turnkey solution, but if you were doing it, how much would you be willing to pay at point of sale, i.e., online, for what for what the airline is describing as an extra tasty meal? But how much is how much is a normal meal first? No, I'm asking you how much extra. No, I need to, for, to answer that. I need to know how much a normal meal is. I've not done the maths, Ollie. Just the normal meal comes as part of it. Twenty-five percent extra. Okay, for twenty-five percent extra. What do you expect to get? Like, it, it probably more in the method of how it's cooked. So grilled or, you know, not microwave, baked, you know. So I'd expect, I wouldn't expect, uh, you know, better ingredients or more. I'd just expect not microwaved. I'd expect baked, grilled, crispy, not steamed. Fine. Okay. Ian. Do you think that Liam Neeson would be able to fend off a pack of wolves on a plane? Depends what size they are because he's, the wolf's about 10 foot. In that film, the wolf is absolutely fucking massive. The, the jaws of the wolf world. Yeah. Yeah. Wolves are notoriously known for um, hating flying. They're very difficult to get a wolf on a plane. Uh, and one would assume, with that weakness, very easy to to beat at, uh, at an altitude. Do you not think that that maybe just antagonises them and makes them more angry, like they're just desperate to get off? No, I think um, it, to get them on a plane, you have to sedate them like Mr. T. Okay. 
but what, what, what I would say is that Liam Neeson is also uh, the pilot of the plane as well and he's coming into land um, who trained him was it A Bruce Dickinson B Patrick Swayze or C John Travolta D all of the D Harrison Ford okay it's Harrison Ford in that case it's a fucking nightmare and the wolves win Okay, thank you. Live score. How are you? Live score. I'm fine. Thank you. Live score. Out of 10. Live score. Pro- probably like a, th- a four. Ian, how is your yeah. bloody life? Um, it's good. I've not had that much sleep at this point. We're recording in the morning. There are two croissants in front of me and Pete and I are not eating them. Right, um, but it but it is morning time. Out of respect, yeah. Out of respect to the almonds, but yeah, I like basically only had about six hours sleep, so not feeling great. Okay. Um, but overall, everything's great. Yeah, got a whole weekend ahead of me to do whatever the hell I want. Uh, wow. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a zesty eight. Okay, not as good as last week, but yeah, yeah pr- pretty good. I'm going away to Oslo this week. So on the one hand, I think that's going to be great. On the other hand, it's probably going to like absolutely wound my bank account. Finish so you right off. I wouldn't say that. It's it's not like your shed, Ollie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what would you mean about my shed? What, what are you saying? I thought that's where you went to get finished off. <laughs> uh, look, I just keep... The things that are in there are Christmas decorations, a bike... Your favourite tools. A couple of spades and a bag of cement. Okay? All all the food groups covered for the perfect number three. <laughs> okay. Alright, so how are you doing? I'm Ollie. I'm fine. Um but I'm probably at a, <laughs> I'm probably at a seven because uh, the only reason why is because not not too many things have happened. I've just been very busy. Um I went to see uh, a, a comedy performance by a lady called Louisa Omilan with Mandy girlfriend of the podcast the other night which was uh it was good but it was very dark it was it wasn't her normal show it was a a show that dealt with bad lighting no well it there was a a, the the tech guy had hella problems so first off he, he couldn't turn off the pink lights which were just causing her a nightmare and then the microphone wouldn't work for about 20 minutes so the back quarter of the room just couldn't hear any of the banter and he he looked like he had the absolute worst night of his life one that he's probably going to remember for a long time it would have been that night the night the microphone refused to work Mm. uh but it was it was it was good uh it was it was quite um a sobering what was dark about it well, it was dealing with the, her mom um, passing away from uh, cancer and, and basically how the doctors and the NHS and stuff, how it, how it all kind of went down. So it was, it was quite dark. But it, was it still a comedy show? It still had moments of humour injected into it, obviously, like all the best, you know, sort of dark things, you know, can still inject humour into it. But, you know, it did, it did leave me sort of, you know, thinking about, uh, you know, thinking about stuff. It engaged my brain. Thinking about, thinking about, you know, why we're here. Why we're here. The futility of life. Yeah. What futility is this mortal coil? This podcast in particular. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, look, everything's fine. I was a bit worried because my cat Patrick went missing last night and it was raining and I was stood by my door for about 10 minutes going, Patrick! Patrick! 
and he just wouldn't he wouldn't come in um but he was there this morning dry as a bone so i suspect he's been either in the shed or he's been around somebody <laughs> else's house yeah so, either okay. way he's been cheating on you yeah exactly why don't you why don't you call him pat pat i mean he's a cat that, that why did you go for Patrick? Well, because well, Patrick not... Callahan's actually his full name. That's why he wasn't responding. You'd be Pat Cat. Yeah, Catrick. Catrick. Yeah. Or <laughs> Pat Lad. We we'll also call him Pat Lad. Does he respond to all of these? Yeah, Patty Cake. Okay. So you know I mean, he's got multiple. It's getting a bit much now. So yeah, Cat there we go. Mandu. Yeah, exactly. Pat Mandu. So I'm I'm at about a seven because not a lot's happened. Pete, how are you? Okay. A, a nine, really, really good, actually. Okay. I've had, I've had. I don't I've know why I'm laughing pockets. at that, Pete. I've had absolutely pockets full of sleep. <laughs> I've, I've already had. I've already had one caramelito Nespresso capsule, <laughs> and now I'm on a very strong tea. I've got a sparkling water, which I've consequently put a, a vitamin C effervescent tablet inside, yep. non-branded. You understand? Yeah. As so, as somewhat of a science experiment. Okay. Last night, last night I watched a, I went to watch a film at a cinema. Wow. Wow. And uh, yeah, I went to watch wow. a film at and it and it was a new film and I went to watch a film at a cinema and I went there. We had a couple of drinks. Yeah. And they were only playing. They were only playing a bloody gig, weren't they? Really. Mu- muse music, and art. High art. <laughs> Mozart. Yeah, so wow. and we had some lovely cocktails. So how was and, the movie? Um, I mean, that's great. What movie was it? Uh yeah, we went to watch The uh, Death of Starling. Okay. So I've got I've got a I mean plot spoiler in the title. He dies. Um Clarice so Starling. From, it was um, yeah, Tales The Death of, of a Starling. Uh yeah, it was, it was um I mean it was good. It was it was everything I'd expect and more from Armando Iannucci okay. who um is uh, I find exceptionally funny, but in the probably in a probably a lighter way than your comedy that you went to see the other the other day. It was dark, but it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't tragic, tragically dark. Right. Okay. I wouldn't say it, it and it was really good. And actually, it got me thinking about how true that story is. You know, some of the um, the 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 play between the characters and yeah. that kind of stuff. I'm shit at politics. Will I still enjoy it? Uh, yes. Thank you. You're yeah. not that shit at politics. I right? am. Yeah, yeah I can. I can Ask confirm. Ask me a politics question. Uh, how, how, how do you, how do you make a vote? Don't know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. All right, yeah, move yeah. on. I mean that that. Uh, what were you, you going to say next? That's day one, week one. Yeah. So before that, before that, we went to uh, we went to uh, an exhibition. Went to see it. The final. It's the final weekend. I mean, this is a plot spoiler for when this was recorded, but. Uh, <laughs> uh, Soul of a Nation, which is um, oh yeah, that really is. good. Okay, um, th- and that was um, what's that about in in summary? <sighs> uh, right, I'm going to summarize. I'm going to choose my words very carefully. Please do. Uh, I, it, ho- I hope you do. Yeah, it is the body of work of marginalised black artists expressing their culture and identity in modern America from 1960 to present day. Don't think anybody's okay. going to have a problem with those words. 
I mean, I did. I put paused purposefully. I mean, it's. I think it was just the way they were delivered. I have an issue with. But yeah. I mean, the words yeah. themselves. I mean, fine. but we can let the egghead sort that out. Yeah. <laughs> Ollie will change this. In so the it did that, and, and then earlier this week, earlier this week, riding high on a nine. I've got to say, I've been in Farnborough. Yeah, I've been in London. Straight I've been to Milton. I've been to Milton Keynes straight off the back of a weekend in Bulgaria. Ah, oh yeah, we went as well. <laughs> yeah, what, we were there. Did you? Yeah. What were you, What were you doing there? Uh, we were singing Judas Priest songs in front of twenty five people. <laughs> well, <laughs> when you put it that way, it sounds like a veritable crowd. It sounds like that's specifically the reason you travel to Bulgaria. <laughs> like like my your karaoke world tour. We would do We've it practiced again. that one for at least one time yes. before. Yeah, I, I have technically been on a world tour. You're right. I'm banging on a nine. Okay. I'm, I'm probably not. I'm knocking on the door of a ten. But you know, I, if you hit a ten, you 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 can only go down from there, can't you? That's right. Agreed. Um, yeah. Ian, how's yeah. Just quickly, how's the uh, the meat situation going? Just want to have a week to week. Okay, week to week. Okay, so this week I've eaten no meat. I guess inspired by the fact that half of the people that were away in Bulgaria of the four were not eating meat. Okay. I thought, hey, I'm going to bloody give that a try. But also inspired by the fact that when Monday rolled around, I felt like a bag of balls. Um, yeah. Like really, had just had too much of a good thing, really. Right. Yeah. So yeah, this week it's it's gone fine. Actually, got to a point now where basically set out to be like, well, you know what, I'll just eat a lot less and maybe have meat like once every two weeks or once a month or something like that. Yeah. And um, now you're a hardcore vegan probably, and you hate meat eaters. No, I just think that um, probably by the time I get round to saying right, I'm going to have like a burger now or something, I'll probably be like. You know what? I'm not really that bothered. Okay. So I don't know. I'm not saying I'm totally sticking by it. In future. Never say just, never I'll again. See, I'll basically. see how it goes. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, like Sean Connery. Yeah. Ah, oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. But without a wig. I never, never eat nothing that had a face on it. <laughs> I, I had I had prawns in, on Wednesday. Wednesday night. Not got a face on it. They didn't have a face on, well. right? Yeah, nothing has a face on when I eat it. <laughs> so okay, so fine. I mean, so I'm so that, I'm technically a vegan. <laughs> that's one of Ian's golden rules: is he will never eat a face. A face. Okay, <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever eaten a face? Mm, yeah, okay. yeah, many. Of course. <laughs> okay, um, who who hasn't? Should we move on to movies. Deep dive. Yeah. Think I'll probably double check that. Alright, Ollie, since since this is I mean that's really annoying to listen to, but I mean you you'll hear that when you But it's fine, it's only an audio based podcast. Yeah, I mean, you know. And the vaping's better. <laughs> oh, can you hear that? Okay. Right, do you want a do you want a quick spooky fact? Because it still is technically October when the look ahead comes out. Okay. Go on in. Alright, so this is a November and spooky fact, right? So according to research published in two thousand eight, unsighted, unverified, um but you know, research. It's not been peer reviewed. I don't have any peers, Peter. I'm peerless. <laughs> <laughs> Serial killer. Peerless Morgan. 
Yeah, I am Peerless Morgan, so I make these facts up. Um, serial killers are more likely to be born in November than any other month. Wow. So just imagine it. All the mums are just making killers right now. Well, no. Well, it's because it's oh, Halloween, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Pushing killers born out. Born in this month. Yeah. yeah. Pushing pushing killers out. It's yeah. It's, yeah, it's because it's Halloween, isn't it? They know. <laughs> right, I'll come out now. Ooh. <laughs> 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 All right. So what? What's the then first? I can have a then I can have a kill on my birthday, like. <laughs> oh, give myself a right treat. Give, give, give us a kill, man. It's my fucking birthday. Um, oh, come on, let me kill you. Um, <laughs> just the ones, mind. <laughs> ah, just once. Uh, right. What's the first film you want to go through, Ali? Have you seen a film called Bad Moms? I have seen the first one. Yes. What? I ha- I haven't. Ian, it tell may us, shock you. Tell us, I mean, because basically the first one is out on November the 1st, and this one's called A Bad Mom's Christmas, which obviously falls in line with the Muppets Christmas Carol, all that kind of stuff, you know, where they have the Christmas version of it. So this is the Christmas version of Bad Moms. And these Bad Moms, uh, I'll give you the official synopsis. The official synopsis. A Bad Mom's Christmas follows our three underappreciated and overburdened women as they rebel against the challenges and expectations of the Super Bowl for Moms, colon, Christmas. <laughs> so what was Bad Moms like, Ian? You know what? I, I thought it was going to be absolute garbage. And, I mean, largely it is. But it was chewing gum for the brain. I actually thought it was fine. It didn't, it, you know, like, you, you know those, like, brain gum by Wrigley's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was actually, it was fine. Like, you know those those sorts of, like, cheesy cash-in, like, commercial movies where, like, there's really nothing to them. Like, quite easily they could make me angry. But actually, I thought that it was fine. Okay. Was so would just, you say that you're, fine. have you seen the trailer for this one? And would you be interested in in, in watching A Bad Mom's Christmas? Yeah, I'm gonna watch it, but Ian's on on Ian, Netflix. Or more brain gum for Ian. Yeah, I need I need some gum. Can I ask a question, Ollie, about it? So this Super Bowl for mums uh-huh. is um. It, I know I've heard of Christmas, but what's colon Christmas? Is that <laughs> specifically for the bowel? Yeah, it's it's the Christmas, Christmas for of, your bowel. Christmas of the colon. Chris- yeah. It's where you give your colon yeah. presents under the tree. Dress the whores. Dress the horse with bowels of holly. La, Is that la, your la, pre-written la. joke? No. I, you, Ollie, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't even Ollie, know the film existed Ollie, until you he know me. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Nothing is pre-written. I so, wasn't even aware what episode. No, that's this good. Was. I was just going to say they've they've included uh, the next generation of mums as well. So they've yes. got um, Susan Sarandon. I think they've got Cheryl Hines as uh, a mum's mum. Right. She's a real mum's mum. <laughs> and I don't can't remember who the other oh yeah Christine Baranski <laughs> I like her she's a real mum's mum mum's by mum's for mum's yeah. I was just going to say they've gone multi-generational but here's the thing Yeah. in direct competition to this this month there's <gasps> Daddy's Home 2 right okay yeah, I mean, and that is another are, generation. Are you annoyed that I've made the direct connection between the two obvious things that you wanted to do, Ollie? No, that's fine. I just had a couple of sequel ideas for Bad Moms. Okay, let's do those before we do Daddy's Home too. I'm just going to run through them and you can either green light them or 
What's the what's the opposite of green light? Shit it in the bin. <laughs> right. So either or or you can say green light or shit it in the bin. Yeah. Yeah. Bad moms in New York. Shit okay. it in the bin. Yeah, probably shit that in the bin. Okay. Unless it's got Macaulay Culkin in it. It, it has, yeah. An old Macaulay Culkin mm, as, a, okay. as a, a junkie. Can we get a CG young Macaulay Culkin? You've got both. Okay, cool. I, I'll green light that, okay. actually. Unshit it in the bin. Okay. <laughs> bad bad mums on a plane. Green light. Shit it in the bin. Ugh, it's... You know, we need a we need a consensus. So I mean, you know, actually, actually, I'm going to say shit that in the bin because I've already seen basically that in bridesmaids because they have the air traffic sort of airplane sort of thing. Okay, bad mums in space. Green light. Yeah, I think I'd be up for that. Okay, green light. Bad mums in hell. Mm, shit it in the bin. Yeah. I'd, I'd green light that, so I guess we have to take that to second stage of aggradiation. And then finally, a prequel, Bad Mom's Origins. <laughs> green light. Green light. Okay. Can I, can, I, can I offer one? Yeah, of course you can. Bad Mom's The Mystery of the Hard Tissues. <laughs> <laughs> There's no mystery. <laughs> well, I mean, so, you know, I'm just thinking, just kicking it around. They, so the you know, dad's got find, a runny nose. They find numerous stiff tissues <laughs> in and around the house and, fo- and follow a and series it, and of calamitous and hilarious events to find the culprit or culprits. Okay. Yeah. What about Bad Moms 2049? Well, you didn't say whether you'd greenlight mine. Oh, well, yeah, um, I'd greenlight green it, yeah. yeah As lo- no, all, all, only if it had a shed. Only if it has a shed. Shed. Yeah, it's got shed a shed. It's got a sex shed in it, yeah. Bad Bad Mums 2049. Yeah, it's, yeah, three, a, it's three hours oh. long. Um, it's visually stunning. Shit it in the bin. Shit it in the bin, yeah. I, 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 I'd green light that, because you could probably... It's so long, you could probably start watching it in 2048. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've so got good. Daddy's Home 2. Now, this one um, is another Christmas-themed like film, but this is the dad's version. So and it, and it follows directly on from Daddy's Home, the first one, which is the origin story, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, so official synopsis. The official synopsis. Brad and Dusty must deal with their intrusive fathers during the holidays. Yep. Mm. Um, Ian, this is that it. Also stars John Cena. Yeah, I know. And what's funny about this is that John Cena is going to be on screen with. His alter ego, Marky Mark. Marky Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. What do you mean, his alter ego? They look exactly the same, except Marky Mark's about five foot one. So new, um, to this, new to this one, apart from John Cena, is John Lithgow and Mel Gibson. So, yeah, I don't know. This is a weird one. Like, I think, again, it's, it's brain gum. Brain gum. But, think um, mint. Yeah, so, <laughs> can, I have, can I have a think mint, please? Um, but... I guess the one problem I have is just that um, fucking that it's been made there's a whole thing about like can you like someone's art after they've done suiting really bad it's a whole Mel Gibson bit right okay what do you think about that Ollie yes when I when I watch uh, an interview with Mel I still I still like him Um, I I see someone who's very flawed quite broken in in many ways but also trying and I think he's a great artist so you know I've got no time for him. 
Got no time for him. Would you would you say that Daddy's Home Two is one of his pieces of art? Yes. Okay. Do, you want a, do you want a quick fact? Mm. Nah. Well, you're getting it. <laughs> Mel Gibson plays Mark Wahlberg's father. In reality, Gibson is only 15 years older than Wahlberg. Right. There you go. Gotcha. He look he looks fair fucked for his age though, doesn't he? So I, mean, I think you know, it works. Gibson could have been on it at fifteen. I guess you know. It's I, not. I, I think he probably was actually. Yeah. That's probably libelous in some way, but no one's no one's going to hear that. No. Um, okay, what you got next? Right. Yeah, I actually think it looks all right. I just wonder what John Cena's doing in it. But um, what's next? Uh, November the third. <laughs> the killing of a sacred deer. Oh, uh, yeah, I have seen this. I just didn't take any notes on it. Oh, I saw, I saw the trailer for that lobster, right? last night. That yeah, looks very is. good. So you're up for that. Uh, well, I wouldn't watch it, but it, I'm just saying it looks very good. <laughs> what did you get from the trailer, Pete? Uh, really, uh, uh, drama, horror. Drama. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. It felt like a real thinker. Yeah. It felt it felt like um like a giant couscous salad for the brain <laughs> with mint basil okay. subtle subtle flavors. subtle undertones of uh, rather than hubbub walnut and uh, nutmeg yeah no it looked really good but I mean I mean I, I you know I see it you know if, if I go if and when I go to the cinema you see these trailers yeah and I'm like oh that, that looks great but I'm never gonna watch it okay you know I, I well only because I go to the cinema. Two, two times a year and you've already and filled your quota out. haven't you that's and that's mainly out of peer pressure <laughs> well we've got Star, <laughs> Star Wars in December or for, or for a want of popcorn <laughs> so I just uh, clicked on the director's profile on IMDB Ollie you're Gos yeah. Lanthimos you're certainly Gos Lanthimos um, just looking at his films it looks like all of them have got a very similar poster style it's like he's almost curated his entire career rather than let people just force him to do stuff. Okay. Um, I don't know. I've not seen Dogtooth and I've not seen Alps, but the lobster Director, I thought was good. Curator. Visionary. Um, Visionary. Plus actor. <laughs> Actually, there is a, a an example of that when, we, when we'll talk about uh, Murder in the Orient Express later on. But... Um, about that. Yeah, so... The only other thing I wanted to mention about this is it's the second time this year that Colin Farrell and Nicole Kidman have been in a film. Okay. Because um, why? What were they in before? That one that was a remake of the Clint Eastwood thing. The Beguiled. Pre- the Beguiled. Pre-make. It yeah. was a uh, yeah. It was a remake, reimagining. A remake or a remake. Material. It's a rethink. It's a rethink. <laughs> It's yes, a rethink. Someone had been on the hubba bubba and they thought they'd bring it. They've gone back to the drawing board. Bring it to that audience. All right, uh, cool. What do you what do you reckon about it, Ollie? Well, I I want to. I just want to do the quick official synopsis actually because we haven't done that. Okay. Okay. So. The official synopsis. Stephen, a charismatic surgeon, is forced to make an unthinkable sacrifice after his life starts to fall apart when the behaviour of a teenage boy he has taken under his wing turns sinister. Now, is he a bird, Pete? Did you get that from the trailer? Is he, he looked a giant quite eagle? like a bird. He, no, he looked quite like a tawny owl. Okay. Right. But, I mean, uh, 
without the beak. But well, he Colin Farrell mean, looks that way in a lot of things. I could say one thing for certain: he's definitely got wings. Right. Okay. I mean, could be potential spoiler territory there. Um, but I've got a little yeah. fact. I've got a little bit of trivia. So Colin Farrell admittedly felt nauseous after reading the script for the film. So <laughs> that's yeah. one of those things that just get made up. <laughs> Nauseous, bilious. Nauseous. Do you reckon he was on the on like a roller coaster or or the waltzers at the time? And it I just think came he was through on his phone. Probably, probably on the source. <laughs> probably twelve pints deep. Yeah. <laughs> was it the script or was it the booze? Uh, uh, Holly, is that your Conor McGregor? <laughs> Did someone it's say Con- for- Colin McGregor? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's who Pete is, Colin McGregor, <laughs> this alternative fighter, <laughs> caravan park fighter. The, this fucking script is uh, making me feel a bit fucking nauseous. Get us another pack of potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> right. What's Can next? I, well, what? actually, Olive, what do you think of this? What do you think of it? Um, well, I I thought the first half of the lobster was great. The second half pissed me right off. So if so, it's, you enjoyed the white meat, yeah, but the of dark, the lobster, yeah, but the shell the was meat. too crunchy. So I mean, you do eat the shell, right? I mean, it didn't have a that face. Always, always hurts yeah. on the way in, hurts on the way out. So yeah, I mean, I'll I'll watch it because I think it does look pretty decent, and I'm I'm you know I want to see Colin Farrell playing owl. That's you know yeah. Um, okay, owl. So moving on. We've got uh, a little film. I mean, it really is a little film called Gatwick Gangsters. I'm going to give you the uh, official synopsis. Now, this this is on all the lists of films coming out in November. It's on all the lists. Uh, it's on the IMDb. The official synopsis for this is great. Okay, you ready? The official synopsis! Gatwick Gangsters feature film is about a greedy fat cat banker who borrows overnight 100 million of a crime boss's money. In a 24-hour window, the money gets hacked by an Arab king who is a terrorist. His plot to blow up London's Gatwick Airport is foiled by the MI6. So this was supposed to be out in 2015. It stars <laughs> Gary Bushell and snooker player Willie Thorne and also Danny Dyer Hardman, Dave Courtney, and also Coventry doorman Reese Dry, who's worked at all of the Coventry clubs kicking people out but Ollie it also stars darts legend Bobby George yeah (laughs) this I mean this film there's no there's no trailer there is one poster and a whole bunch of set set photography um, but there's one (laughs) kind of terrible poster on IMDB that I'm sure if 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 Ian would be so kind is he could click on the image and show Pete Um, yeah I've already done now Okay, so I just want to read you some of the trivia from the IMDb page because it's fantastic. Um, Okay, number one. Lots of the cast enjoyed the catering, but some didn't. Most of the time, there was a varied menu, but on one day, (laughs) there was no vegetarian option. (laughs) I mean, everything had a face. <laughs> it was just a plate of faces. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not eating that face. 
Get that face out of my face. <laughs> Why are you fucking mug? You fucking mugging me? I might, I might be a gangster, but I'm no fucking animal. <laughs> Etc. Number, number two. Number. Some of the cast used their own shoes. And in the case of one cast member who didn't own a pair of sensible black shoes, a pair was loaned to him. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, I want to know what kind... Of, I mean, he had black shoes, but he just didn't have a sensible pair. <laughs> like, they had, like, penises on them or, or, like, you know, really, like, bad political messages or dangerous thoughts written all over them. Oh. Jokes, little, little models of sheds on the tools. I think the, this trivia just proves to show you should never peer behind the curtain. You should never, <laughs> you know, this really spoils the magic of cinema, doesn't it? It's not spoiling it for me, but uh, I've got two more, and then and then we can, uh, right. you know, move on. But um, although this is number three, although the guns look real, they aren't. They are just really good replicas. One day on <laughs> set, Willie Thorne inquired, "Wow." That gun looks real, is it? <laughs> to which the director said... That gun said, look real. <laughs> that, that gun look real, is it? <laughs> to which the director said, No, it's just a really good replica. <laughs> it's great that it looks so real, though. Hopefully the audience will think it's authentic. That's never something someone would say. Is it? They'd just go, No, it's a, it's a replica, wouldn't they? <laughs> they would go, No, that's a really good replica. It's great that it looks so real, though. Hopefully the audience will think it's... That's not something anyone said, ever. Today, on things that nobody said, ever. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, on the, you said that you came up with a different synopsis, but actually what the IMDb top-line thing says is brilliant as well. Okay. It says, A tale of love, intrigue, crime, passion, espionage, and more importantly, a veritable work of art. Transcending zeitgeist to join the pantheon of the gods in eternity. <laughs> like, Look, some, I, get it. I mean, this is a piss take. This I know, I know that the, there is some level of, of piss takery going on here, um, but I actually just piss-takery. thought it was well worth reading. Um, so, if you actually yeah. go to the website, the GatwickGangsters.com or .org, I mean, it's a terrible website. It's, it's very badly laid out. However, there is an application where you can send your CV in to see if you can get a part in Gatwick Gangsters 2. So what I'm suggesting is Ooh. that we send our we CVs are. off and we see if we get a response. How's about I'm it, I'm not lads? sure. I mean, C- CV suggests that, you know... You'll be doing manual labour. Yeah, I mean, what what do you, what do you put I on... I mean, I'm good at building on a, a shed. On a film CV. Film CVs. Can't find the website, Ollie. Safari can't find the server. Do you think it will help my case that that I haven't seen many films, therefore I won't know how bad it is. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I actually but, would love um, to be a part of that. That'll be in my favour. <laughs> okay, so we'll knock up some CVs, we'll get them sent off, and we'll see what responses we get. And then we'll keep okay. everybody informed. That'll be good. Okay. That'll be Murder good. on the Orient Express, release date, November the 6th. Starring Chonny Depp and Kenneth Branagh. Chonny! Daisy Ridley... Olivia Amongst Wilde. Daisy Ridley. <laughs> Amongst Daisy Ridley. And others. Um, official synopsis. <laughs> a lavish train ride. A lavish train ride. <laughs> a lavish... Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Well, you left a gap. I thought I'd do it and we'd sound really seamless, but instead well, it's let's all see. I'll tell you what, here feet. we go. Right, here's an experiment. Can we all read it 
at the same time. In unison. Right. Three, okay. th- two, three, two. A lavish, a lavish, lavish train unfolds folds into a stylish and suspenseful mystery. mystery. From the novel by Agatha Christie, Murder on the Orient Express, Murder on the Orient Express tells thirteen stranded strangers on one man's race to solve the puzzle before the murder strikes again. I mean, we all ended just at the right time, though. So yeah, yeah I think Perfect. I think we were seamless. <clears throat> yeah, seamless. Yeah. It did, that sounds quite poetic, doesn't it? A lavish train ride unfolds into a stylish and suspenseful mystery from the novel by Agatha Christie. Murder on the Orient Express tells of thirteen stranded strangers and one man's race to solve the puzzle before the murderer strikes. There's got you've got a bit of uh, rhyming, a bit of iter- it's like, iteration. It's like Eminem. Yeah. So are you what for are you what for Murder on the Orient Express by Kenneth Branagh? Written, directed, starred, you know, all that. I dunno. I think he's given himself the biggest moustache in Hollywood. Well, here's a fact for you. When the trailer for the film was first released, many Agatha Christie fans, the ag the Agheads, yeah. uh, the Agheads complained about Kenneth Branagh's interpretation of Poirot's iconic moustache being insulting to the source material. Fair enough. Don't it's fuck with Poirot. Don't Shift fuck with Poirot. Um, you know. I've got I've got a question about one of the actors. Would you consider consider William DeFriend or Defoe? Willem. <laughs> it depends. You, I mean, can it, you it say really that in depends. caravan part voice? Would you Would you consider him DeFriend or Defoe? Would you consider William DeFriend or Defoe? Um. Uh. Well, I think I don't know. Maybe Defriend. Yeah, hopefully Defriend because he he looks quite angry. Hopefully Defriend. If he Defriend, it is William Defriend. That's greenlit. Um, I think it looks good. I I was relieved when I watched the trailer that there was so much Johnny Depp at the start, and I thought it was going to be him doing a crap sort of Poirot accent, and actually turned out he was. The murderee, rather than the murderer or the inspector. Yeah, because he's he's stopped acting a while ago, hasn't he? Really. Yeah. yeah he just I, does that pirate thing everywhere, doesn't he? Yeah. Kill him. So actually, it'd be quite relieving to see him die. I mean, th- that's in the film. I mean, yeah, not in the film. We're not talking about wishing death upon an actual individual. Death upon Depp. We're not trying to uh, be. So- Defoe, <laughs> no. we're we're the friend, friend of debt. We're not the friend or Defoe. We're the acquaintance. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Agreed. Sure. <laughs> Motion carried. Okay. So Ollie, so, one uh, more spooky fact. Yeah. In Finland, November is called Marasku, or Marasku. It's the month of the dead, and A it's the month. time that the souls. It's the time of souls in hell. I mean, did you know that? I wasn't aware of that. I Pretty didn't spooky. know that. Is that is it I mean, has it got anything to do with politics? No, but it's another grey area in your knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ask me another politics question. In in the US, when are the uh, elections held every four years? When specifically? I don't know. Well, it's the first Tuesday after the first Monday in November. 
So January, you know. February, March, April, May. Right, Ollie, you've got two choices. You can either have November Rain by uh, Guns N' Roses. Gina. Or you can have Gone Till November by Wycliffe John. You can only have one. What's it going to be? Oh, uh, November Rain. Oh, every every okay. day. Same question, Peter. Well, I mean, he should be back by now, shouldn't he? He was only gone till November. He's, he's, I mean, I'll oh, have right. him. Yeah. Move, move on. Uh... <laughs> Just Why, one, Cliff? Just one other. November is sweet be back potato by now. this month. Pete, uh, Ian, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Have you ever had? Oh, oh what's the? What, have, you, have you ever had? I'll, I'll just start again. Have you ever had an accident with a firework? Hmm. No. Can I? Can I ask you a question, Ian? Go on. Have you ever had an accident in your pants? Only a sweaty one. Have you, you've, <laughs> I've sweat the bed before. You never, you've never found a a, a a brown snake in there or something like that. No, but maybe you know, sometime in the past, Just I've found chocolate worm I've found stiff tissues in there. What? You, you, have you, 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 have you ever, have you, Ollie, have you ever, have you ever woken up and thought that you've had an accident in your pants and you've looked down and gone, ah, oh, thank fuck for that. Well, no, you it, have, you have the dream. You know the Go, dream. Oh, that dream. Yeah, I've, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, I've you had the dream. You have the so you have the dream, and then yeah. you, and then you kind of wake up and you're like, oh. But then it's like, no, it was just a dream. It was like nightmare in Elm Street, but nightmare, you know. In your trousers. In your tra- trouser street. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the thing. Is like in your dream, you could be peeing freely, and then you wake yeah, up. And you're just like, like oh, having the best shit. one ever. Yeah. having the best number one ever it's and then like, you get that warm feeling around the back good. of your love handles and you're like oh god it shouldn't be urine around there yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're in trouble <laughs> yeah it's a piss Davis. you're in trouble got to see the doctor about that okay alright yeah. I, I actually have one more for both of you what's your favourite firework oh uh, the Rasputin. The one that goes. The yeah, the Rasputin. What's that one like? It goes Rasputin. <laughs> it's uh, it's actually quite rare. I could have, I could have predicted them. that. You can only get them in China now. <laughs> but they're made in Mexico. Yeah, but they can only be purchased in China. Yeah. What's yours, Ollie? My, is is the one that signifies that the band the headline act at a festival that you're not enjoying um, are about to finish. Yeah, okay. That's quite a, a... Yeah, that's a bit of a downer, really, Ollie, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe you Sorry should enjoy it. the things. Name you know. name it. Name the firework. Mine's a Catherine wheel, I suppose. Whizbanger. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, Ro- yeah. Roman candle. Roman candle. Roman candle. It's laced with just regret. The world's oldest firework. Do you know why they're called Roman candles? Because they're Roman all of. No, I don't know. No. Okay. Well, I just. I mean, I just wanted to know because I didn't know. It'd be great if you. It's too political for me. Okay. Um, okay. We've got a couple more films and two minutes left, but we don't really ever talk about superheroes, do we? So we're not. You know, that Justice League's coming out that looks doesn't look very good. Ah, uh, fuck them. Yeah. With the Batman, with the Batman and the Aquaman and the Wonder Woman, who's who did a good film, and yeah. the Flash. They're all in it. Cyborg. Cyborgman. There is actually one interesting fact here. Can I just read it Read it to you? Well, read it to us and we'll decide if it's interesting or if we can shit it in the bin. 
Well, it's it's very much to do uh, like a similar kind of thing of um, Kevin Costner's hairline in Waterworld. So let me just read this. I think you'll like it. I think you'll green light it. Okay. Extensive reshoots in London and Los Angeles in mid-2017 added a cost of approximately $25 million to the film's budget. That's not all. Henry Cavill worked on the reshoots. <laughs> the reshoots. The, the reshoots. Uh, the reshoots. Henry Cavill worked on the reshoots and Mission Impossible 6 at the very same time. Ugh. He had to sport a moustache for his role in the latter project. However, Paramount refused to let the actor shave it off for the time he played Superman again. This meant that Cavill's facial hair will had to be digitally removed in post-production. What do you think about that? They could have just written it in that he got a moustache. Like Batman's just like, oh, I see you've grown a moustache. November yeah. seemed... Oh, sorry. <coughs> I see you've grown a moustache. November seems that? to be the month for moustache controversy, which is strange because it is Movember. Which is the month yeah, of the moustache? You've got the Poirot yeah, moustache so... scandal. You've got the Superman moustache scandal. What is it about November that just sends Hollywood wild? Exactly. Why can't they just let you know? Oh, you, you won't let him have a moustache. You know, let him have a moustache. Let him have his facial furniture. He's let him have man. to get he rid of that facial hair. Let him hide his philtrum. <laughs> Let him warm his upper lip. Keep his filtrum's dignity intact. Yeah. What's wrong? What's wrong with these people? The world's gone mad. So So you've got. Do you want to? Do you want to see Justice League, Ollie? Not really. No. I think it looks. I think the the trailer just sort of gave me a massive headache. Massive. Massive hard on. It looked like a computer game. It, yeah. it looked like going. It like oh, we're going to go to the water zone. We're going to go to volcano zone. A bit uh, like Crystal Maze. Destroyed city zone. Yeah, it looked like Crystal Maze. Yeah. Tried and tested. Like the, the, you've got like four or five contestants. You've got Wonder Woman shouting to Batman, M- move it up, move, get get out, get out, get the crystal. And yeah. it's just like, oh. you know, start the fans, please. Pete actually missed the. Um the new theory about uh, concept art actually just being making trailers instead of making uh, films but I think that's so true of this it's just like everything is just made in such a way that it's like how how much can we reuse it for marketing yeah like rather than how can we make it a good film that's the crazy world we live in the only the only other one and I think this one looks great uh, is Battle of the Sexes which is out on November the 24th but you uh, know that we is... we talked about this about three or four months ago, and I think it's been delayed in coming out. Okay, but this is like a sports drama film, so you know I'll, I'll be up for that one. I think I think that one uh, I'll, I'll go and see that. So and Gatwick Gangsters. Where can we see Gatwick Gangsters? I don't know. I, I get a feeling it may just be an IMDb page that someone set up for a laugh. Mobile device. Only available on mobile device. Well, I, I clicked yeah. a link on YouTube to watch the hour and 46 minutes of it, and um, <laughs> straight after the intro, it then went to one of those screens saying, download from this website. So it's just a static image for an hour or so. Do you still watch it? Still watch it, No. Do you want to play us out? Well, we missed out that Owen Wilson's got a film coming out this month called Wonder. Has he? Yeah. Wow. Based on... Wow. 
Based on the New York Times bestseller, Wonder tells the incredibly inspiring and heartwarming story of August Pullman, a boy with facial differences who enters fifth grade attending a mainstream elementary school for the first time. Basically, it's like... It's one of those things where everything's in the trailer. And, like, the best lines in it. Like, the little kid says, it takes a lot of work to look this good. When actually, like, he's obviously got quite a disfigured face. How, how do you know all the best bits are in the trailer if you've not seen the film? I've not seen... But no, what I'm, say, what I'm saying is, based on what it is, it's based very unlikely there's going to be more than... It's one of those things where they almost definitely have had to scramble to get the best bits into the trailer. But, okay, well, I mean, well, talking about Owen Wilson, I've got one Owen Wilson question for you, actually. Okay. Before we before we sign off. Um, wow. If there was to be a film made of your life, Ian, mm-hmm. do you think that Owen Wilson would be able to play you? <laughs> do you think he'd be able to do it? I think it's always a toss-up when you're talking about Owen Wilson as to whether or not you can just swap him out for Christopher Walken. Because if you want WoW... <laughs> Then you just you're only talking about two men. I don't think Walken could do Ian the early years at this stage, but I think Owen Wilson could. Okay. I'm up for it. Do you think he'd be willing to get the haircut? Well, I'm willing <laughs> wow. to change my haircut to be more like his, so that he can play me. Maybe they could, maybe they just edit, edit it in post production. Yeah, like yeah. Maybe they just like you know do a reverse moustache on you. I mean, it's the story everyone wants to hear. Has anyone has anyone ever <laughs> has the subject of a film ever changed in order to be more similar to the actor who will portray them? Well, Pablo pa- Pablo Escobar died in order for Narcos to work, didn't he? <laughs> I mean, I know that's not a film; it's a series, but you, yeah, you know, same difference, really, it's right? visual. Okay. All right, if you would yeah. like to hear more of this stuff. Uh, then you can go in our archives on SoundCloud or on iTunes and check out all the old episodes. We've got more than 50 now. Is that not amazing? Wow. 50 plus. 50 plus. Uh, 50 plus for the 50 pluses. Uh, We're also on um, (laughs) facebook.com forward slash guys on film. And we're on (laughs) Instagram and Twitter at GY podcast. So, you know, share, etc. <laughs> Ollie, 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 Ollie knows the magazine. Yeah, he knows. Subscription. Brown envelope. Shed. Brown envelope. That's not the only thing you got a stack of in your shed. <laughs> <laughs> got, uh, got your magazine again, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> Wink. Hello. Hey. Straight to the shed, okay. is it? <laughs> Straight, <laughs> straight, straight to shed release. Straight to the shed, is it, Mr. Johnson? <laughs> yeah. STS. Straight to shed. Cool. All right. Bye. And some people say that the term shit it in the bin actually comes from Ollie shitting in the bin in the shed because he can't be arsed going back inside. Shut up, man. But that's just rumour and uh, misdirection. All right. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Right. Uh, Ian. Yeah? How quickly can you send this to me?